Hello and welcome to the Conscious Coin Podcast. This is for boss babes who are ready to create wealth from the inside out. Join me and a bunch of incredible guests as we deep dive into mastering your money mindset, ending that pay-to-pay lifestyle, turning passions into soul-aligned profitable businesses, and manifesting more joy, fun, and abundance for a rich, prosperous life. I'm your host, Laura Grace. Let's go. What's good, sis? Welcome to the podcast. So today we're going to chat about five habits you can implement ASAP in order to make your financial journey a little bit easier. So it honestly doesn't matter where you're at in your financial journey, whether you're right at the beginning and just learning how to implement some of the basics or whether you're in the thick of it or whether you are exiting one phase and entering an exciting new phase, right? It does not matter. There are definitely going to be times where you experience very very little motivation and I'm just here to tell you that it's completely normal and it's totally fine but um, these phases can be really really hard to get out of when we're ill prepared right when we haven't done the foundational work um, when we haven't done the mindset work when we haven't been clear on our goals and clear on our why it can be really hard to remember why we even started in the first place. So I'm hoping that by sharing these five habits with you, you remember to be consistent in them, but also to implement them, especially when things are going great. You know, you don't want to wait until things get really, really bad before you care. Um, it's kind of like same for a rainy day, right? You don't want to wait until that rainy day is here and you're like, ah, I need some saving because we know that it could possibly come, right? And it is 100% on us if we haven't done the preparatory work. So let's get into these five habits, sis. I have spoken about a few of these in past podcasts, but that's because they are core things. Um, And you will probably hear me talk about them a lot in the future as well. (laughs) But number one, let's go. Number one, practice gratitude and visualization. So gratitude is a given, you know, this should be something that you do daily. You look around, even if it's just identifying one or two things that you're grateful for, this immediately puts you into a state of abundance, despite what you may be experiencing, okay? And then visualization is, you know, begin with your end in mind, like what is your end game? Where are you hoping to end up at this moment in time? I'm not saying that that is where it definitely ends for you. I'm just saying if you can identify what you want right now and you can identify, you know, what's going to, you know, what lights you up, where is that place? What does it look like? What do you look like? What are you wearing? Where do you live? You know, where do your kids go to school? How many kids do you have? Everything. If you can identify your end game extremely clear visualize that every single day and I'm not meaning you know like you don't have to sit down and meditate for a good 10 minutes and you know do all this visualization stuff it could be you're sitting in the car and you're extremely mindful of like what your dream car is and you see it drive past on the road and you're like yes yes great sign great reminder for me on why I'm doing this and what I want out of life and what it gives me and to get away from materialistic things you know it's not really the car that you actually want right it's what it represents for you and it might you know for you it might mean you've broken a generational curse or for you it might mean you got yourself out of a crappy situation that you were once in you know you might have thought that you'd be there for forever and this is like 
a representation, a physical representation of, hell no, I worked my butt off, I did the damn thing, and here we go. <laughs> um, or it might just represent fun for you, the fact that you've got options, the fact that you can have a car that you want, right? And so if you are taking the time out to visualize your end game every single day, but also showing gratitude for where you currently are and what you're currently going through, currently learning, you know, currently having to overcome or whatever it may be. Mixing those two things together is like a formula for just straight up magic, right? You are here in the now and grateful for it. And you are also grateful for what's to come. And you can very clearly see what's on its way. So that is habit number one, sis. Number two is learning how to give yourself grace. So whenever you're finding something difficult, whenever you're experiencing change that you perhaps don't like or enjoy, whenever you're having to learn um, or implement something that's brand new and foreign to you, give yourself some grace, okay? It's totally fine if you don't get it right the first time. It's totally fine if you fall off the bandwagon. It is totally fine if you have questions, if you're confused, if you don't like something, totally fine. Give yourself some grace. Allow yourself to actually feel the feelings that you're going through as well. You know, if you're paying off debt and if you are also going or having to cut out certain things from your life because paying off debt is extremely important to you, um, you know, you might be lowering your expenses, you might be having some hard decisions to make, um, you know, based on where your money is going. Give yourself grace and allow yourself to feel frustrated if you feel frustrated. Allow yourself to feel angry. You know, if that's what if that's how you feel, it's fine. Give yourself some grace and break it down. Make it really clear for yourself as to why you feel this way and know that it's totally fine. And also on the on the end of that, then remind yourself why you wanted to do this and why you started in the first place, okay? Because a financial journey is a really long-term thing um, for some people. If you're on that, if you're on that vibe of wanting to build wealth, this is something that doesn't end. Like it never ends, right? You always want to build wealth and it's not just financial wealth, right? It's Wealth in time, wealth in friendships, wealth in community, wealth in health, wealth in um, parenthood, you know, it, it's it's a full circle kind of thing. So give yourself grace when it's needed, okay? Habit number three, give yourself spending money. Wow. <laughs> um, I don't think that this is spoken about enough because, you know, there are tons of financial advisors out there that are like, ah, scrimp and scrape and live on the bare minimum and eat rice and beans right and we actually done that for the first part of our financial journey and I was just really go 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 like hard out with it on our very first year we managed to pay off over forty thousand dollars worth of debt on an eighty thousand dollar sorry a seventy thousand dollar base rate income my husband made just over eighty thousand dollars and so we were living on like half of our income and it was really a rice and beans kind of lifestyle like absolute bare minimum we sold everything that we didn't need and I'm definitely not against it because hey you got to do what you got to do right but it is tricky knowing and remembering that that ends it doesn't need to be like that all the time and this is um, what I speak to my clients about a lot too is 
It's about hustle and flow, right? We sometimes forget about the flow on the end and we just get stuck in the straight up hustle. And it's like, no, 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 you only need to hustle for a tiny bit because the end game is flow. And so when you're budgeting, you know, when you're cutting certain expenses, when you're paying off debt or saving or whatever it might be, don't forget the flow part, okay? And that is giving yourself money to spend because this is going to help you create a healthy relationship with money. It's not all just about paying off debt. It's not all just about saving and hoarding your money. Um, it's learning how to find as much balance as you possibly can. So hustle and flow, okay? <laughs> Number four is set goals each month. It's pretty basic. I personally don't go by SMART goals. So SMART goals are specific. Yes, I'm down with that. Measurable, yes, down with that. Achievable, however, and realistic, not down with those two. And the T for time bound, eh, depends what the goal is, but yeah, I'm kind of down with that. Um, but yeah, let's talk about achievable and realistic for a little bit. So if something is achievable and if it's also realistic, then why haven't you already realistically achieved it? <laughs> it makes no sense to me. Um, and I just think achievable and, and realistic keeps you playing really, really dang small. Um, if you guys follow Tom, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, but it starts with a B. You know, he shared something that I've just always held on to. Um, I think this was maybe a year or two ago. I saw a post of his that said something along the lines of it's better to have a goal of 10 mil and only get to six than to play it safe and have a goal of 1 million, you know? So... I'm the type, when I set goals, go big or go home, right? I don't care how <laughs> crazy they might sound. If they are something that I feel and want within my soul, I'm not going to tell my soul to be quiet. I'm not going to tell my soul, no, that's not possible. I'm going to be like, let's get it. Let's get it, girlfriend. And I just think sometimes society also really teaches us to downplay what we want and I feel like this is why so many women um, find it hard to actually own what they want financially. I've had many experiences where women feel so uncomfortable even just saying the word rich um, like they don't want to say it they don't want to own it they don't want to say yes I want to be a wealthy and rich woman because wealthy seems to be okay but rich makes people feel icky and awkward and bad almost and so this can really stop us sometimes from actually setting those big crazy financial goals that we have because we're also relating this feeling of ah, I don't want to be rich or I don't you know I can't I can't want that house and that car and that family and you know can't have it all so we kind of settle right but we're saying hell no to that we're saying go big with your goals it's totally safe for you to dream extremely big and um, you can't care about other people's opinions on your life goals so if you can get into the habit of every single month having that life review with yourself going over what your goals are going over you know measuring how your progress went for that previous month this is a great habit that will help to make your financial journey a lot easier because it will help to clarify you know where you're at 
how you're going, where you're tracking, and all of that just helps to bring a lot of clarity. So set goals each and every month and have that monthly review with yourself as well. So we're up to our lucky last habit. It's a very practical one and that is not leaving your savings for last. <laughs> so the way that a lot of people do it, right, is they'll go income minus expenses and then whatever's left over, they'll put towards savings. But that is not how we want to do it, right? We want to go income minus savings so that we're taken care of equals, you know, whatever's left over, that is for our expenses. And what this really actually is, is it's it's a form of self-care and it's a form of self-love actually taking care of your financial well-being first and getting in the mind frame of this is normal for me it is normal for me to put money away for myself um, you know and build my emergency fund so that if a rainy day comes i am taken care of and i am okay and then the next level for that is i am okay and i'm now able to help somebody else out right that's the beautiful thing so just a quick recap of these five habits that you can implement ASAP, right? We've got practice gratitude and visualization. Two, give yourself grace. Three, give yourself some spending money. Four, set goals for yourself each month and go big, girlfriend. <laughs> and number five, don't leave your savings for last, okay? So I hope that these help you, sis. Thank you so much for tuning in and we will see you next time. Bye. Thank you so much for listening, sis. I so appreciate your time and your energy and your attention. If you feel called to, don't be shy. Feel free to subscribe to the podcast over on Apple iTunes so that you don't miss out on any future episodes. And if this episode resonated with you, I would love if you left a review or a rating over on iTunes too. If you'd like to, please share the podcast with a sister who you know would benefit from tuning in because it all helps in spreading our message and normalizing money talk.